0: Hello, my wonderful, beautiful friends. Guys, welcome back to our slash Entitled People, We're in today's episode, it's all about Halloween. That's right, guys, Karens and their spoiled brats, Demon Spawn, Crotch Goblins, whatever you want to call them, are ruining this spooky day for a lot of people. I hope you enjoyed today's stories, don't shake your heads too hard, and as always, you can send or link your post to this email right here. Okay, so I just wanted to share my little dose of absurdity from last year's Halloween. I had just had surgery, cutting off some of my ab muscles, and I wasn't able to move around much. On top of this, I was the only one home, as my sister was going to consultations for her upcoming surgery. As a result of these factors, my family decides that we weren't really going to celebrate Halloween this year. We didn't put up decorations, didn't buy candy, and we had our porch light off to indicate no candy here to all the kids running about. So things were going well until around 7.45 when I hear a knock on our door. I of course ignore it and they knock again and I ignore it again. They then ring the doorbell and I wait a bit to let them realize that nobody's coming out to give them candy but they don't stop. At this point my pain meds were wearing off and I was planning to not move at all until I went to bed so I wouldn't have to re-dose and that means I'm short-tempered. I conclude that whoever this is, needs some education about lights off meaning no candy. So I get up, coming to the front door, I see this woman, a Karen, peeking through our front window, and she gets the pleasure of watching me hobble down the hall to unlock the door. I open the door with a scowl, and admittedly, a bit rude, I say, Um, no lights means no candy. The kids look disappointed, and mom scowls at me and says, Come on, surely you have some candy for my kids? I say to her, No, I don't. Get off our porch. And the Karen says, Well, why not? Everyone's giving out candy around here. I then just shut the door in her face, and she rang the doorbell again, and again, and she knocked again, and then rang the doorbell almost for a good solid minute. I hadn't left the door, because I had to sit down before I moved again, and our window is thin. I then heard her shouting through the window, ugh, this holiday is for Satan worshippers anyway. The least people could do, is give us some candy for tolerating it. After that, she laughed, and I had to take more pain meds, to handle the spasms from laughing. Like honestly, what kind of logic does this woman think the world runs on? It was so ridiculous. Anyway, I hope you all have, or had, a wonderful Halloween some Karens, right guys? Like I don't know what she was trying to achieve by ringing and banging on the door after OP closed it in her face. This person comments, I would not have answered the door. Since the porch light was out, I would have called the police for harassment. Like you said, no light, no candy. It's been a rule for almost a century now, but clearly that rule does not apply to Karen and her kid. So this incident happened two years ago on Halloween night. I was giving out the standard Halloween candy stuff, fun size candy in a whole lot of different brands. I like to give the kids what they want so I try to have something for everyone so I buy a lot of candy. I buy so much candy that I don't even care how much kids take. We're in a good neighborhood but there are some areas around us that are not so well off and kids from those areas come trick or treating in the nicer areas. To me, it's no problem because I grew up poor so I know what that's like. So I let the kids choose for themselves rather than putting the candy in their bag for them. I actually encourage kids to take more candy after they make their selection. Having been poor, I know that any calories are better than no calories. And 99% of the kids are so polite and they're great. But then this happens. The doorbell rings, and this is later in the night, so maybe 20 minutes left to go. I have tons of candy left though, I overbought, again. I answer the door, and there's a kid, about 11 years old, standing there with, who I presume is his mom. The kid has no costume on, so I figure he's dressed up as something esoteric, like Carl Sagan, or a government employee, as I'm in a DC suburb. I smile at the kid and ask him what he is for Halloween. And that's when he says, I'm a kid coming to your door for free candy. It's Halloween, duh. Meanwhile, the mom just stands there staring straight ahead. And I say, okay, well, have some candy. And I present him with my large basket of candy. The kid proceeds to pick up pieces of candy one at a time, turning each piece around in his hand and looking at it with this really angry look on his face. Then, he disdainly throws each piece back into the basket when he was done looking at it. After doing this to about 10 or so pieces of candy, the kid dramatically sighs, looks up at me and says, Why are they so small? Go and get me some normal-sized candy bars. You're ripping everyone off. Hearing that, I'm pretty shocked by this kid. I then pull my basket of candy away from him and say, Okay, I'll do that as soon as you come back with a normal Halloween costume. And then close the door in his face. That's when I leaned against the door, wondering what the F just happened. Like, was I losing my mind? A few minutes later, a darling, shy little girl in a homemade princess costume comes to the door holding her mom's hand. The mom actually apologized for coming to the door so late as she got off work late. I gave the girl the rest of my candy and the basket. She was ecstatic. I wish I could see the look on that little girl's face, guys, when OP just handed all of his candy to her. What a wholesome ending. And honestly, reading a lot of these posts, I'm not shocked that that mom just stood there quietly, letting her son say whatever he wanted to say to OP. Now all I know is if I was 10 years old, and with my mom, and I said something as ridiculous as that, oh boy, my mom would never let that slide, guys. Like, I don't even know what I'd be doing. I'd be washing that man's windows, or cutting his grass for free for the rest of my life. Again, what a wholesome ending, guys. And I'm sure that little girl was smiling from ear to ear, and she probably still remembers it to this day. So we all know that Halloween's coming up, and it reminded me of this story that happened years ago. Halloween happens to be my favorite holiday, so I go all out with the display every year. The year this happened, I wanted the best display on the block. Ultra gory, super spooky, and almost all handmade and quite terrifying. Especially for little kids. When the trick-or-treaters started coming, I get quite a few compliments from both the kids and the parents. Due to how good it is and my dedication to decorating. All was going good. Kids say trick or treats, I give them candy, they say thank you and walk away. A few kids were brats though, and some tried to blow out the candles in the pumpkins, and some did not say thank you. And then, there was this one kid, who we'll be calling, hell child. Now this kid, made a good 5 minutes of my life, miserable. So here I was, in between handing out candy, and watching Friday the 13th when the doorbell rings. So here's some quick context. I knew a friend was taking his little sister out trick-or-treating that night, so I had a large chocolate bar for them. The bars were sitting out on the table behind me, and I thought nothing of it. So I opened the door, to see a kid who's about 8 or so, wearing his Batman costume. The Hell Kid. And this is what roughly happened. The kid screams at me, trick-or-treat, smell my feet, give me some good candy. Which is a great start, I know. So I go to grab something like a Reese's peanut butter cup and put it in his bag, when he spots the large candy bars on the counter behind me. The kid screams, Hey, I don't want that. Could I have that big Kit Kat? I tell him, I'm sorry, they're for a friend. Here you go. He then slaps the peanut butter cup out of my hand and starts going off screaming, But I want the big candy. Again I say, I'm sorry bud, but definitely not after how you're acting. Take the peanut butter cup or nothing. The kid screams and says, no, no, give me the big candy or I'm getting my mom. Again, I ask him, do you want the candy or not? The kid's screaming, I want the big candy. And he proceeds to throw a temper tantrum and he kicks a pumpkin as hard as he could, right at the side of my house, making the glass candle shatter. And my white siding was littered with pumpkin parts. And that's when I scream, hey, stop it. And the kid replies, F.U. He begins kicking other pumpkins, and then he went to my fallen mortuary sign I had set up to be crushing a man. He lifted up the pole, and he throws it onto a lawnmower chopping up a dummy, damaging the mower engine cover. Still screaming, he proceeds to stomp on all my styrofoam headstones, breaking some signs I had out, and started booting my garage door, slightly denting it. This kid was going full demon mode. All the while, I was trying to stop him. As I was trying to stop him, a woman runs up to him from a house over. She grabs him by his arm and begins scolding him. I say to her, is this your child? The woman says, yes, yes he is, and I'm so sorry for this behavior. I can pay you for the damages if you want. I reply, I was planning on taking it down tomorrow anyways, no need for that. The woman asks, are you sure? Okay then. She then looks at her son and says, you are being taken home right now. This behavior is unacceptable. And that's when the kid screams no and she pulls him away while he's kicking and screaming at everyone i put up the remains of my display and i had to shut down 15 minutes early my friend and his sister did get their large bars though and my get together was great I love Halloween, but kids like these annoy the crap out of me, and they ruin the holiday sometimes. Guys, all I can say is, wow. Like, I'm so used to reading entitled stories where parents back up their kids after they destroy things. And I gotta tell you, this post is a breath of fresh air. In my opinion, OP did go a little easy on them, though. If I were in his shoes, I would have said to the mom, well, I'll tell you what you give me all of his candy that he has and we'll call it even. Like, you gotta teach that kid a lesson, right? And while we're on the subject of decorations getting destroyed, this person shares their experience and says, last year, a few days before Halloween, I saw this woman around my neighborhood with her kid, yelling at people to remove their decorations. This happened to most people that had decorations in their front yard. I did not, however, think that this would happen to me. On Halloween night, however, I saw the woman through the window coming up to my porch with her son. I thought nothing of it, so I open the door and give them candy, when his mother Karen pipes up and says, ''Do you have any respect for my kid?'' Me, a little taken aback, say, ''Um, excuse me?'' The Karen goes on and says, ''How dare you put up these terrifying decorations?'' I say to her, ma'am, it's Halloween, scary decorations is kind of the gist of it. They're meant to be put everywhere. The woman then says to me, well, your stuff is especially horrifying. It's enough to make my son cry. He cried the other day, you know. I reply, well, it's not my fault that my decorations made him cry. Karen says, oh, yes, it is. It's your fault that you put up these scary decorations. You could have put anything else up, but instead, you decided to... That's when I interrupt her and say, Ma'am, I saw you do this to other people in the neighborhood. You're just trying to get people's decorations removed and just complain about them. I'm not taking mine down. That's when the woman and her son started to ruin my decorations, kicking over pumpkins and ripping down homemade bats that I made. That's when I reached my phone to call the cops on her since she's destroying my property. When the cops arrived, she was long gone, but I'd caught it all on my doorbell camera, and I knew where she lived, and they went to her house. I just cut my losses, I had no other choice than to repair my decorations as they were homemade. I feel so bad for the OPs getting their stuff destroyed, guys. Like, I'm sure there's many young kids scared of Halloween decorations out there, but parents with common sense just tell them to stay away or even look away from those decorations. Not march up to a house and start destroying personal property, guys. Like, people have really weird logic sometimes. And the woman in the next story tries to get OP and her co-workers fired for being a little too scary. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash loss. When I was in high school, I used to volunteer at my local haunted house during the Halloween season. As a volunteer, I would be dressed up in accordance of the theme of the house in some sort. It's a very popular haunted house, and we usually sell out tickets very fast. On the website to buy tickets, it clearly states that this is not for kids, as we don't hold back at all. Now, while it is a no-touch haunted house, we do everything in our power to spook you, like inserting ourselves in the group, zoning in on people who look scared to scare them even more, following people and getting really close, etc., so during this specific year, it was an insane asylum theme, and I was dressed as a gory escaped patient. My job was to hide in the woods along this pathway, and then scream and run from the woods into groups to scare them. There were three other people in the woods with me to scare people. We were the first scare you encountered in the setup. So here we are hiding behind trees and such, and one group starts to walk into our scare zone. We start to make noise, whisper loudly, and dash around in the woods to get the people on edge. After they pass about 15 feet in front of us, we all dash out, surrounding the group with fake knives and weapons while screaming and making scary noises. We looked pretty horrific, to be honest. Another thing to add is none of us scope out groups before they walk through. We're not really focused on who's in the groups. Well, little did we know, there's kids in this group and they all start screaming bloody murder, and they start crying. We scared the fluff right out of them. Their mom then starts to smack us, scream at us, and berating us for scaring her kids. We all just stare at them, half staying in character, half confused. Like, it's a haunted house, what did you expect? They eventually move on, and we go back to spooking people. Later on in the nights, when we finish, we're all coming back to the change room, and the mom comes charging in at us, screaming how her kids will not sleep for weeks, and how we should be ashamed of ourselves, and how she's going to get us fired for scaring her kids. She then goes to our boss and explains everything that happened. How we scared her kids and that she wants us fired for scaring her kids so bad. It basically goes like this. Karen screams at my boss saying, I want them fired. They scared my kids so badly. Like what were you thinking having this type of stuff at a family event? My boss tells her, what do you mean what was I thinking? It states on the website and everywhere before you enter that this is a haunted house. Our job is to scare you as much as we can. And it says on the website that it's not recommended for under 13, because we scare people. The woman tries to argue and says, Well, how was I supposed to know it would scare my kids? These things are usually not scary. And since the event's run by the town, I thought it was gonna be like a kid's haunted house. I'm gonna speak to the mayor of the town and have this shut down. I'm friends with the mayor, you know. He'll stop this awful haunted house, and he'll get you shut down tomorrow. That's when my boss tells her, Ma'am, if you want to speak to the mayor, you're gonna have to wait a few minutes. Little did she know, he was the insane surgeon in the haunted house, and he's washing off the blood from his costume. The woman sighs angrily, and she walks away waiting for the mayor. Apparently, she did know the mayor, and that the mayor was understanding, but he couldn't do anything because it's a haunted house. What did she expect? The haunted house is still running to this day, so I guess her shutting us down did not work. Guys, Entitled Karens never cease to amaze me. Like, she takes her kids to a haunted house, gets mad when they're scared, which is the point of a haunted house, and then wants everyone fired and the event shut down. And seriously, I'm wondering why nobody in her group had the sense to be like, uh, Karen, why are you going to complain to management? It's a freaking haunted house. So last year, I went all out decorating my yard and house for Halloween for the first time. It's my first house and I was super excited about trick-or-treating. I decided to go big. I dressed up Handed out goodie bags, played spooky music, the nine yards. I just wanted to have fun on my favorite night of the year and help all the kids have fun too. I made goodie bags that included stickers, a small toy, three fun-sized M&Ms, and a full-sized candy bar. And I drew something cute on each goodie bag and had a lot of fun with the whole thing. About an hour into trick-or-treating, a redneck family pulls up on a trailer with an American flag waving behind it, being pulled by a four-wheeler. Several kids come barreling out, and they run up to my door. The first few kids were clearly too old to be trick-or-treating, but I gave them a bag anyway because they had a couple of younger kids with them, probably seven or nine, and they all quickly ran off. And then, trailing so far behind that the other kids were back at the four-wheeler, was the littlest one, probably five or maybe six years old, and as cute as can be. I asked her if she was having fun, and told her how much I loved her costume, and gave her a bag. The little girl starts walking back down the driveway, when I'm assuming dad yells loudly, I hear this one has full-size candy bars, let me see. He then snatched the bag right out of the girl's hands, and he starts to walk away and yelled, what? Uh Uh-uh, no way, we got ripped off. The guy then turns around angrily, and he starts up the driveway towards the house. And I instantly felt sick. Blood rushed to my ears, my heart was pounding, and I steadied myself for an angry confrontation. Like I was legitimately scared for a second. The guy was screaming that he was gonna get his daughter a full-size candy bar. And I decided right then that I was going to stand my ground, even though the man was big and scary. Well, apparently he didn't see the full size bar at the bottom of the bag, because out of nowhere he yells, oh wait, there it is, lucky for them. And the guy turned around, hopped on the four-wheeler, and he left. Now I'm not a shrinking violet, but I almost cried. I wasn't even sure why. Maybe the adrenaline that filled me when I saw him angrily walking back towards my house, maybe it's because he totally ruined that experience for the little girl, or relief that he wasn't coming for me, maybe all those things. I was shaking so much that I had to go back inside and collect myself before going back out. It really did put a damper on the rest of the night and I've decided that this was the one and only time I'll be doing this. This world is so scary and people are so entitled that doing something kind still gets you threats. Holy cow guys, what an a-hole that dad was. Like what was he gonna do if he didn't find that full size candy bar in his daughter's bag? Like, was he gonna get all aggressive and beat up OP because she might have run out of full size candy bars? The freaking audacity of some people, guys. And it makes me sad that OP's first all-out Halloween was soured by that idiot. My kid went to an elementary school that was 90% newcomer Chinese. There was only a handful of non-Chinese parents there. I was one of them, and my friend Brian was another. The third one is the Karen of the story. So Brian, Karen, and I did most of the volunteer work around the school because we had the luxury of doing so. In other words, we had jobs with reasonable pay and predictable hours. The majority of our families were hustling to barely stay afloat, and they were working multiple jobs while living in public housing projects and SROs that surrounded the school. Now Karen was outwardly cordial, but there was an inner snootiness that peeked through. I know it wasn't just me who felt it. I once brought a relative to a school event, and afterwards, with zero prompting from me, he made a comment along the lines of, Wow, who was that lady? She acts like she's above everyone else. Karen liked to brag about how her son was leading the class, conveniently forgetting that her son is a native English speaker, while nearly all the rest of the class was made up of English learners not really a fair fight. So come October, the teachers started throwing around the idea of having students trick-or-treat around the classrooms, kind of like going from house to house. Now Brian and I thought this was great, seeing as how so many of the kids had never experienced a real Halloween. There were a few merchants here and there in our dense urban neighborhood who passed out candy, but that was the extent of it. Karen, though, stayed oddly quiet whenever the subject came up. The teacher started planning and decorating, and Brian and I started buying candy. Then, a few days before Halloween, word came down that there would be no candy allowed. Why? Well, it turns out that Karen went complaining to the principal that she doesn't let her son have sugar. So she doesn't want anything of that sort being passed out at school on Halloween. To anyone. When Brian and I found out, we marched straight to the principal and gave her an earful. These kids were living in one-room apartments in crumbling public housing projects, being cared for by their grandparents while their parents worked day and night. These families didn't have cars or the time to drive around on October 31st, looking for candy-rich suburban streets. No way we were gonna let one mom take the fun away from so many kids. We would have something else passed out to her son so that he wouldn't feel left out, but the other 500 kids would get their candy. Now, I don't know how the principal finessed it with Karen, but Halloween with candy went on as planned. As it should, guys. Like, how absurd is that? My son isn't allowed candy, so I'm gonna stop 500 kids from getting candy and having fun. And that is r slash Entitled People, guys. I hope you enjoyed today's stories. I hope you didn't shake your heads too hard. And if you're not subscribed, consider subscribing so you don't miss these crazy stories. And if you missed the last episode on the channel, it's an r slash Entitled People episode. Where a Karen keeps parking on Opie's driveway, and they teach him a lesson he'll never forget. Guys, go check it out if you haven't, and myself and Stevie Boy will see you guys in the next one. We love you.